This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, there was some big news from First Racing, part of the Stronach Group this week, as recently retired jockey Aaron Greider was named VP of Industry Relations, where he will be the liaison between the company and its stakeholders to advance health, safety, and rider reforms with a particular focus on jockey outreach. Aaron will also serve as an ambassador for First Racing in California, Florida, and Maryland to support and advance the company's mission to further develop its world-class racing operation. Shortly, we'll be joined by Aaron and learn more about his new opportunity. Also on today's show, Fairgrounds Racecourse in New Orleans, Louisiana, is the site of the Risen Star Stakes, a $400,000 grade two race for three-year-olds also, and an important points qualifying race for this year's upcoming Kentucky Derby. The Risen Star also anchors a race car today that includes five other stakes races. And joining us on Ponies 20. 24-7. The radio magazine is Fairgrounds track handicapper Brian Nadeau, who will talk more about this important derby stepping stone while taking a look at some of the key starters. And finally, while he's back, my co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting opportunities and provide a betting gem or two at some of the North American tracks racing today in our Ponies Picks of the Day. It is going to be a great show. You better get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy-duty betting action. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us as we catch up on some recent racing news. We'll be back in a second. Hang on. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. In past years, Canadian horse players would be in Florida now, enjoying the live horse racing at Gulfstream Park. Well, things are a little different this year, but you can still watch and wager on all the Gulfstream races with your HPI Bet account and Dark Horse app. Live thoroughbred racing continues for Gulfstream's championship meet until March 28th, Wednesday through Sunday on both the main track and turf course. Watch and wager on Gulfstream Park with your HPI Bet account or Dark Horse app. It's the next best thing to being there. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce to you my co-host, the expert on all things ponies, your friend of mine, Larry Simpson. Larry, how are you? I'm doing okay. How about you, Jim? 
Oh, good, good. Um, there's been some interesting racing news the past week. Um, the Ontario Standard Bridge tracks are allowed to open for training purposes, which is a big step towards finally getting back to maybe some actual racing. Wouldn't that be nice, my friend? Uh, yeah, it will be. It's it's uh, it's what we're all shooting for, right? We want live racing of some kind back in Ontario, and uh, you know it's it's great because uh, Mohawk is uh, training now, and uh, Western Fair in London is back training, and um, Riedel Carlton in Ottawa is back training. So you know, hopefully within the next uh, week or so, they'll be able to start uh, live racing. And some other big news on the thoroughbred side, Woodbine announcing this week that their three Breeders' Cup winning your in races, including the Woodbine Mile and Summer Stakes, would be conducted LASIK-free, as the Breeders' Cup actually announced this week that not only would their two days of racing be conducted conducted without LASIK, but also all winning your in races. Well, this is basically, as we talked about a, a couple of weeks ago when they had the Gulfstream Park uh, stakes races and it was all LASIK-free, this seems to be the way the industry wants to go, and, and your major shareholders within the industry have pretty much, uh, you could say, banded together and said, uh, you know, we want uh, stakes races especially to be LASIK-free. The Breeders' Cup made a statement this week and said that, uh, you know, they were going to race the Breeders' Cup, the two days of racing, all LASIK-free, and anybody that had a Breeders' Cup win and you're in uh, race, like Woodbine, would have to uh complied with that as well, complied with the same rules. So this seems to be the way the industry is going. Okay, Larry, before we get to Aaron Greider and talk about his new role as a VP industry relations at First Racing, for a lot of people confused, what is the advantage and disadvantage to Lasix with these thoroughbreds? Well, Lasix basically is a diuretic which uh, helps horses, you could say, breathe a little bit and not bleed. And uh, sometimes uh, horses, you know, they, they... basically will bleed because of extra exertion and that. So when they race with Lasix, uh, it, you know, it, it allows them to, to race without bleeding or that. But it also has some, uh, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a vet or that, but it also has some effects on the horses. And, and that, so that's one of the reasons why the, uh, um, you know, for the industry's sake and the horse's sake and the horse's health sake that uh, the industry wants to go with, uh, you know, less Lasix in, 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 in horse racing. So. He is a big deal, to say the least. He is Aaron Greider, the new VP of Industry Relations for First Racing, part of the Stronach Group, and he joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Aaron, thank you for joining us, and congratulations on this big role. Thank you, and thank you. Yes, I'm very excited about it, and it's uh, going to be a fun venture for me. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess, how did this come to be that you got into this position? Well, the CEO... The company, Aiden Butler, was working out in California for about the last year, year and a half, and that's where I was riding, basically, during that period. And they had been using me for some of the marketing, doing some things when news news would come out and kind of being the voice of, of any issues of, you know, advertising things that were coming up. And, you know, we, we struck up a good relationship. And then when the pandemic came, we were shut down as far as racing there. And Aiden and the team was able to create the first um, sports bubble in North America, and and it was great to be part of that. So just being able to work closely with him and work closely with the riders as I was still riding, uh, we we really worked good together. And and Aiden, when I announced my retirement in November, said that, uh, you know, he'd like to speak with me. So through a few meetings, uh, it came to be that not only would I work for the company, but I would move from Southern California to Florida. So... 
some great changes and some exciting things coming up. Was it tough uh, retiring, Aaron, from uh, riding? It was time. I, I've been racing for 34 years. I've had a great career, and, you know, it's like I'm healthy. I feel great, and, and I just thought it was the, the right time to do it, and I was able to choose when to do it. So I was very happy about it. You know what's great, Aaron, is so many times you see in the corporate world that someone not involved in the day-to-day operation gets a job like this, but here's someone like you. You know, almost 30,000 races, almost 3,900 victories. You can speak the language. You've been there, done that. That has to add an extra element that someone else just wouldn't have. That's what they, you know, were looking at when when they had approached me and offered me this position. And, you know, I hope that I can add quite a bit to whatever whatever task that they ask me to do, whether it's in the marketing or the media or the backside with the jockeys, with the trainers, with safety issues. Whatever it may be, uh, I do have the experience, and and I, you know, hope that I can definitely make a, a positive impact. Obviously, Aaron, one of the safety issues is going to be uh, the riding crop for the uh, for the jockeys, correct? And I know uh, we've had Mike Smith on the show a few times talking about the the riding crop issue, especially in California, which you were part of by riding there. What's your opinion, both as a jockey and now as the uh, you know the the liaison for uh, first uh, racing? Uh, what's what's your opinion on on the riding crop rule? Well, it depends. There's different there's different rules, and I I do believe that you know we all have to adjust and we have to continue to make changes as as we, you know, everything evolves and, and we're trying to make improvements. And during Santa Anita, they made some great protocols for safety and different issues and um, prior to the crop rule. And, and I think we have to continue doing that, you know, but I do believe that we need to have um, guidelines and we all have to agree on what that is for the safety of everybody, the safety of racing and, and for, for the horses especially. I mean, this, this is horse racing and they have to be first involved. Aaron, among your many roles, you're an ambassador for horse racing in California, Florida, Maryland. A lot of people might think, listening now, well, horse racing and horse racing, but it is different in all three states. What is the biggest differences in the thoroughbred and racing scene from California to Florida to Maryland? Well, I think the difference in California is California has always been kind of the role model for since it opened in 1934. West Coast racing was strong, and it seems like a lot of things that happened especially over the last recent years, that California's first, and they, they, make, they make the move first. They make the changes first, and a lot of other tracks kind of model what they do. So every state that it goes to might add a little bit different, see how it's worked in California, um, and they have the opportunity and the luxury of saying what has worked and what hasn't worked, and, and then they can make their rules and, and make it official in each jurisdiction. Aaron, you uh, have some ties to Canadian racing, too. You you had a, a stint of riding at Hastings Park in Vancouver, didn't you? I did. I won my 2000th race in, uh, on the other side, the other coast of Canada, so over at Woodbine, and then and it, was a, and it was a grade one race for Joe Orsino, and then I uh, did some riding over the last few years in Vancouver for Glenn Todd, who's um, a great owner for on the West Coast, and great supporter and, and definitely um, very important to the racing in Vancouver at Hastings. But I, I really enjoyed Canada when I was there. What are maybe the two or three biggest races you won in your well, very lengthy and extensive racing career? Well, the biggest race I've won is uh, the Dubai World Cup in 2009. And at the, at the time, it was the biggest race in the world. 
uh, now that's surpassed because the Pegasus, you know, was 18 million at one point, and then you've got now the Saudi Cup is is 20 million. But uh, you know, the Dubai World Cup was something I was proud of. A kid that started riding in Tijuana, Mexico, for the big race on on weekends was six thousand dollars. It was a lot different when you went to Dubai, and it was six million. <laughs> so that was my biggest, and it was it was an honor winning a Breeders' Cup race in 2012. It's you know since the Breeders' Cup um, began, it's 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 something that each rider um, looks forward to every year. They want to not only be involved but be in the winner's circle on that day that's celebrated all around the world. So just so you know, I look at some of, some of my greatest victories came on. Ten and twelve thousand dollar climbing races because they meant something to me, or for some other some reason, whether it was the connection with the owner, the trainer, or what it meant during a period of time. And and so, you know, I, I'm fortunate. I look back on each race that I've won, and and they're all equally special. And you know, some stand out to the people watching because they're they're bigger. But um, it's amazing each race, each horse uh, was special to me. Obviously, this is going to be a major role. For you going forward right with uh, first racing i would think so and and i'm sure they'll use me as somewhat of a spokesperson and they're going to you know i think when we do make changes whether it's here in florida california or, or maryland i think it's important that as we're making changes that we can relay um to where people can understand the changes we're making people that are on that aren't as involved in horse racing may not understand some of the changes we make and why we're making them. And I think that it's very important that the general public understands what we're doing is for the betterment of, of the horses first and then horse racing. Aaron, we greatly appreciate your time. We have another guest standing by. It's a busy show, but uh, continued great success with first racing, part of the Stronach group. And under your tutelage, I'm sure it's going to thrive. Thanks so much for doing this. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. When we come back, Fairgrounds Race Course on Track Handicapper, Brian Nadeau, joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a second. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one app for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at COSAonline.com or call 905-854-2672. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds. One vision. This is 1059 The Region. Ponies 24 7, the radio magazine. 
covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jim Lang with Larry Simpson. The road to the Kentucky Derby continues today with a stop at Fairgrounds in New Orleans with the running of the $400,000 Grade 2 Risen Star Stakes, one mile and one-eighth in the dirt, and is one of the six stakes races on today's card. Brian Nadeau, Fairgrounds track announcer, joining us in a handicapper and one person with a pretty good seat to the house for today's great action today joining us. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem, guys. Going to be on the TV with uh, Joe Christofek, uh all day long and looking forward to it. Like you said, six stakes races, so a lot to look forward to here at Fairgrounds. And, you know, I think for a lot of horse racing fans of North America, as we get closer to March and closer to spring, starting to think about the Kentucky Derby and start thinking about what are some of the top horses we should be keeping an eye on. Who are you keeping an eye on, Larry? Or, or, sorry, I'm Brian. Yeah, I mean, we've got some good ones here. Definitely Mandaloon uh, and Midnight Bourbon. Proxy ran very, very well here. So certainly in these parts, uh, those three uh, seem like the top of the list to me. And then, you know, nationally, Bob Bob Baffert obviously is loaded with, with Life is Good and some runners concert tour out west, and, he, and he's always top. So, yeah, it's an exciting time of the year to be uh, a fan of horse racing, and it's never too early to think about the Kentucky Derby. And the reason Star is important because it uh, gives 85 points back to the qualifying horses for the Kentucky Derby, correct? Yeah, for the most part, it's it's you know it's it's not an automatic qualifier, but the winner is going to get 50 points for the Derby, and you know there's never been a year where 50 points hasn't gotten you into the Kentucky Derby. So um, you would think that uh, the winner will be uh, have a spot in the Derby, and then kind of work backwards from there. And even 20 points to the runner-up is a big deal because typically upper 20s will has been. Uh, for the most part, going to get you into the Kentucky Derby. So, yeah, the top two finishers will be front and center going forward. Brian, we always hear about, you know, breeding and horse racing in Kentucky and California and Florida. Well, how's the thoroughbred racing scene in Louisiana? Are there any stars that we should be keeping an eye on? Yeah, it's very exciting here for, for sure. I mean, they do a good job with the state-bred program. Star Guitars is, uh, you know, an immortal state-bred sire, and uh, there's a lot of great connections here as well. You know, Brad Cox, for the most part, the Eclipse Award-winning trainer, has his, you know, main string here at Fairgrounds, and uh, Tom Amos, guys like Mike Stidham uh, as as well. So, yeah, a lot of national barns winter here. Of course, Steve Asmussen certainly, you know, won the, with, uh, won the LeCompte with Midnight Bourbon, and he'll be back in the in the Risen Star. So there's a lot of powerhouse connections here, Hall of Famers, Eclipse Award winners, uh, Monomoy Girl, you know, two-time Eclipse Award winner. She's on the grounds here as well. So, yeah, it's a fun, uh, a lot of major, major connections, both equine and human here at Fairgrounds. For you, Brian, where did the interest in horse racing and handicapping come from? Well, I grew up, uh, you know, about 15 minutes south of Saratoga. So it's kind of always been near and dear and, and close by and I just started handicapping and then said, you know what, I'd like to try to try to get into this industry a little more. So I've been fortunate to, to be a writer and then do a lot of TV over the past, uh, you know, eight or 10 years with Capital OTB in New York and now uh, here at Fairgrounds as well. So, uh, yeah, it's just kind of always been part of, uh, for probably better part of 25 years now. 
people will assume that since you've done it so long, Brian, it would get easier every year. But is it still a challenge every year to be not just a handicapper but be good at it? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you can never – it's, you know, you're never going to figure it out. <laughs> you've got to always <laughs> keep uh, adapting, keep evolving, you know, because uh, it, it's – you know, at the end of the day, you're trying to predict what a, what a horse uh, with a mind of his own, is, his or her own, is going to do. So it is definitely – uh, not easy, but I, I also think that's the fun and the, the challenge of it, you know, and it's what keeps us coming back uh, for more because it's cool to have bragging rights to say, hey, you know, I picked that winner and uh, get rewarded for it as well. So, yeah, there's definitely uh, it's never something you're going to master, but it's always something you can keep trying to get better and better at. Are you a, a, a figures guy or a faith guy or a confirmation guy or a, a how they look in the paddock guy? How do you? Uh, uh, how do you? Yeah. yeah, I am definitely more figures and trip. Uh, you know, race replays and things like that. A confirmation in looks is not something um, I excel that. I leave uh, excel at. I leave that for others. Um, but I, I think from you know pace and race flow, certainly figures, and then doing a lot of video work and trip notes as well. I think. I think video work is the one thing that, you know, not everybody gets into just because it's time consuming and, you know, not everybody either doesn't want to put the effort in or quite frankly, doesn't have the time to put the effort in. So I think you can get a little bit of an edge there and kind of, you know, other than that, all stones are, are pretty much have been turned over at this point. So you need to look for an edge somewhere and I think that's the one area. And the other cool thing about trip handicapping, too, it, it's all in the eye of the beholder, no pun intended. You know, you can watch a race and see something totally different than I can see. And, you know, you can get rewarded for that if it does play out. You know, we've been speaking to people across North America when it comes to horse racing through the pandemic. And the one word that keeps coming around, Brian, is it's such a, a great escape, that phrase that, it, that they need this. Is it the same thing? For horse racing fans in Louisiana at fairgrounds, that's just a nice needed break to watch the horses do their thing and get away from the COVID talk all the time? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously it's not the perfect scenario, but racing is one of the few sports that can, you know, still thrive without, without fans. And as much as we'd love to have them here, and that's what makes places like fairgrounds so great is on track, you know, fans here and they love it here in new orleans you know we have been our handle has been through the roof we've actually raised purses twice already at the meet because the handle has been so exceptional and and i know tracks across the country have felt it too because it is one of the few games where um on track attendance again as much as we love to have people here it's not required to enjoy a horse race or to, to, to wager on a horse race. And, you know, so therefore our handle has been very, very strong to, uh, you know, on this risen star card, it will be through the roof. And, and so it's, it's something we can kind of you know, take solace in in these difficult times. I know Woodbine especially has, has felt the brunt of it and, and, you know, tracks all over the place, but uh, if nothing else, it's something we can kind of, you know, enjoy from afar and, and still uh, have fun at it. Here, here. Speaking about the risen star, let's put you on the spot, Brian. Who do you like? Now, I'm going to come back to Mandaloon. I, I liked him a lot in the Lacombe. 
Um, he was a, you know, he was a little flat when he was third, but he had some excuses. He was wide. He was trying two turns. He was taking on a couple seasoned horses in in Midnight Bourbon and Proxy, who had already run two turns. So I'm giving him a little bit of a pass. Now he adds blinkers for Brad Cox. He's worked phenomenally well in his two works with blinkers on. And I'm thinking slash hoping we'll see a little tighter performance on Saturday and we'll see a big move forward from a horse that's only run three times. And like I said, it'll only be his second start at two turns. So I still think he has plenty of upside and it's too early to, to get off his trail. Good stuff, Brian. Thanks so much. And send some of that Louisiana weather our way. We could use it. We really appreciate it and all the best in the future. Guys, absolutely. Anytime. Take care. Take care. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America and hopefully provides you a successful betting nugget or two. So make sure that your Dark Horse app and HPI accounts are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day. Hang on. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standardbred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to OntarioRacing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering Platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. Gulfstream Park's championship meet continues with live thoroughbred racing every Wednesday through Sunday until March 28th. February 27th, Gulfstream features the $300,000 Fazig Tipton Fountain of Youth Stakes, the headliner of the Stakesfield Card of Racing, and the final prep for the $750,000 Curlin Florida Derby, a major prep for the Kentucky Derby. Watch and wager on the Fountain of Youth race card through your HPI bet account or Dark Horse app. It's the next best thing to being there. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Okay, then, before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and possible betting gems, as Larry gives us his much-anticipated, coveted Ponies Picks of the Day. Larry, take it away, you superstar. Oh, thank you, Jim. I'm going to do my best here. <laughs> um, let's go to the Risen Star first at, at Fairgrounds. And uh, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I like the same horse that uh, Brian Nadeau just picked on the show, uh, Mandaloon, for the same reasons. Uh, the horse has got blinkers, has worked well with, with blinkers since then. Uh, he's had some uh, very good works. And we have Flo Giroux, friend of the uh, show, oh, Ryan, yeah. and Brad Carl who's winning races all over the place training. So number 11, race 13 at Fairgrounds, Mandaloon. Uh, Gulfstream Park has got a very competitive uh, card today. I'm going to look at race two, the maiden 50,000 claimer, one mile on the dirt. I like the number five horse called Cracker Box Palace. This is a horse I've been following since uh, he made his debut last August in September. Uh, he finished uh, fourth on the turf, but it was very rank. He came back in, in October at Belmont. Same thing. He went right to the front like a, like a shot, and he was very rank. 
they gave him some time off. They gelded him, so I think he will probably be a little more settled down. He's dropped in class today uh, to a maiden 50 claimer, and there's a surface change to the dirt. He's bred for the dirt. Uh, he's been working well on it. But take a shot with number five, Cracker Box Palace at Gulfstream Race 2. And at Santa Anita Race 8, we have the Grade 2 Santa Monica Stakes, which is seven furlongs on the dirt for a uh, purse of 200000 the number six horse, Golden Principle, is trained by Bob Baffert, ridden today by Mike Smith, another uh, friend of the show. And she ran her best race ever last start in the grade one Labrier Stakes. Uh, she made a four-wide move, turning into stretch, actually had the lead, and then got beat at the wire by a horse by the name of Fair Maiden, who she meets today again. But uh, last race, they were both carrying the same amount of weight. Today, Fair Maiden's carrying an extra four pounds. So I think that uh, number six, Golden Principle, Race 8, Santa Anita, the Santa Monica Stakes should be right on the wire. And that means make sure your HPI and Dark Horse accounts are up to date and ready to go because some great picks from Larry, some excellent racing going along. And a lot of people got their eyes on Mandaloon today for sure. Uh, Mandaloon looks like a horse to keep your eye on for a while. Thanks for joining us as always for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. As always, a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. Don't forget about the Ponies 247 Lymphoma Canada campaign. Don't horse around lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Stick around with the 105.9 of the region all weekend long. We have the feed, York Region's only magazine show, The Legend and Roamer next. I'll be back Monday. Thanks for listening. Bet wisely. Larry Rocks. We'll see you soon. Take care. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.